Hello, everybody. Look what I'm wearing. I'm wearing pink. So guess what that means? It means it is throne room talk time. So we're just going to wait a little bit for some folks to hop on here. It's been a while. It's been a long time. It's been a long... Well, hello, people. Hello, hello, hello to you all. Hi. Good to see you guys. Hi, Nana. Good to see you guys. Hello, hello, everyone. Oh, that's good, Hazel. I'm glad. Good Wi-Fi. I know it's been a while. It's been a very long time. Being, I'm just going to kind of share where I've been at and, um, you know, and what is, uh, you know, yeah, what's going on in my life and stuff. Because, you know, I while I have been, um, sorry. You know, while I have been, you know, kind of active and things like that. And it was so good to see you guys. Hi, Cherie. You know, I've been doing some writing, you know, still on Facebook and stuff like that. Um, yes, you totally can listen to it later. Absolutely. Uh, I have kind of been missing in action as far as throne room talks and, you know, just kind of doing Facebook uh, live events and things like that. But I am back. And as always, it is so good. Mary, good to see you. Elvis, what's up, buddy? Eric, mommy, there's my mommy. All right. Carolyn, hello, hello from California. Mary, hi, Mary. Oh, you're welcome. Yes, I want to talk about that. My brother just got married uh, last Friday. So I've also been with that and uh, teaching the classes and everything and um, my prophetic class at church and getting ready to do some travel, you know, very soon um, for church and so on. So it's, uh, you know, I've been, you know, kind of busy and just kind of like just... Um, you know, getting ready for other new things that God's going to do through me. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm also, uh, some of you may have seen uh, pieces of, well, a little piece, just a tiny piece of my book on um, Facebook. Um, oh, Anna, hello. Mary Twos. Diana, Hello. It's good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. Hello, Mary. Good to see you all. But I, I made this a surprise, you know, what I was going to talk about. Because it's just kind of, this is just, and then, I, you know, um, yeah, busy doing life. Yeah, it's been, um, uh, been, just been, just real busy, but good things, really good things have been happening. Good stories, uh, you know, and things that I would love to share. I don't know if I'll be able to go to get to all of them, but I will talk about some of them um, as much as I can uh, talk to about some of them. 
But uh, yeah, the classes has really been one of my biggest focuses right now. Um, hi, Darlene. Good to see you, Darlene. Corey. Good to see you guys. Corey Kernick. Um, I've been focusing on my classes, and we've had a, quite a bit of students this year. Uh, and, you know, the Lord has been speaking to me in ways to revamp it and all these other things, as well as continuing to do online courses. Again, um, soon, that will be coming soon. Hopefully by the fall, we'll be doing online courses. But right now, I've just been doing live classes, you know, um, in-person classes. And um, it's just been marvelous. Uh, we just finished our topic on angels. Ha, huh, go figured. Uh, we just figured our topic on angels, and um, it was beautiful. Uh, a lot of people got to see uh, angels for the first time. And, uh, you know, it was just marvelous. You know, what's so easy about... Um, what's so easy about experiencing the supernatural if you allow it to be easy? It can become harder if you make it hard. That's the funny thing about the spirit realm. Like, it, the spirit world can be harder to comprehend or to grasp when you allow it to be that way. You know, when you sit in that, hi Barry, when you sit in that, that hello Tracy, in that mindset of like, just a critical mindset or just all that kind of stuff, then it just makes the spirit world harder to grasp. But the best way to interact with the spirit world is to believe, have childlike faith, childlike faith, you know, and I don't have, and a, a lot of the students were surprised at, um, oh, you're welcome, Rainy. Um, a lot of, hey, Christina, good to see you from Australia. Woohoo. You know, a lot of people uh, wanted like a one, two, three step for seeing in the supernatural. And it just comes, you know, what what the method, if I had one, is, is just spending time, time with God, time, uh, you know, being with the Father, really. Canada, woohoo! And uh, time spending with the Father. And when you spend time with the Father... And you engage with the Father and worship the Father. Um, Janice, what's up? When you engage with the Father and work with the, you know, not work with the Father. Well, yeah, when you do things for the Father with Him on the earth, angels just show up. It's just part of being a Christian. It's part of normal life with Jesus, you know. And that makes it so much easier, you know, than... Uh, you know, than all these other methods. It's just spending time with Jesus, you know? And when you do that, uh, things just end up happening around you. And so the students, as I, you know, of course I taught on, you know, biblical doctrine on angels, and it was wonderful. Then I just shared a lot of different kinds of stories, you know? And uh, people reported to seeing angels standing behind me, a specific one that I showed them. I showed them some of the angels that I have drawn out and, uh, pictures that I, I'm an artist as well, so I draw the angels that I see. And uh, they started having their own encounters with them. You know, uh, just their own encounters. But, you know, what I tell a lot of people is this. They say they want to grow in the supernatural. And that's always a good thing, to want to desire to grow in God's presence, to grow in the supernatural. So awesome. You want to do that. 
but a lot of people are unwilling to spend time. Some people just don't want to spend the time. You know, God is a person. Not only is he king or, you know, uh, the Lord of heaven and earth, you know, all those things, but he's actually a real person. A real living person. And when you have intimacy with a person, it takes time to develop. It doesn't come quickly. It doesn't come suddenly. It comes by develop, by, by spending time, developing your time with the Lord. Spending time with Him. Some people, I'll say hours. Yeah, you spend the hours with Him. You know, you spend the, you give up time if you, you know, for Him. I, I have to work in the morning. So one of the things that I like to do is I get up at six in the morning every day. Six in the morning, and I spend time with the Lord for several hours, sometimes four hours, sometimes more than that if I get to go into work late. But he's worth putting the time, giving the time. Another thing that people don't understand or have a hard time grasping with relationship with God is you have to sometimes embrace the struggle. Struggle brings maturity. Oftentimes we ask the Lord to deliver us from something and he will do that. He occasionally does that because he is our deliverer, but not all the time. Sometimes you struggle. Sometimes you pull and you push because that brings greater maturity. I'm going to say this. It's very rare to find maturity when things are instantly taken away. But we have to be people who are willing to work out our salvation. We have to be people who embrace the struggle where God is trying where God glorifies himself in you during that struggle. Hi Janet. That's right, Janice, absolutely. So we have to be able to embrace the struggle. And some people don't want to do that. Some people want an instant deliverance, instant, instant, instant. And I'm not, I'm not bashing instant deliverance. I believe God does that. I believe it's powerful. I've seen it happen. It is marvelous. But there are moments where God wants to work things out with you. Because he is interested in a relationship. He's interested in a relationship with you. And so some people who say, I want to grow in the supernatural are unwilling to walk through the struggle. Or unwilling to walk through the fire. You have to be willing to walk through the fire. Of relationship with Jesus. I had this dream one time where uh, I, I found myself in a furnace with the Lord. And the fire was burning and then, you know, it felt good. And then at one point it just started to burn and started to get hot and burn and burn and burn. And then Jesus was standing there. Hi, Theodore from Philippines. Woohoo. So I'm telling this dream I had uh, several nights ago, I believe. But, you know, I'm in this furnace. Uh, I'm in this furnace. Uh, 
and uh, it's burning and the fire was like hot and everything and it just started to burn and it started to feel uncomfortable and and everything and it was just really really um really hard to be in this furnace of fire and then i you know and i looked at jesus and i said lord this is hot so this is really hot i said wow and, and i said lord this is uncomfortable it was really burning and then jesus looked at me and he said this is also intimacy he said, this is also intimacy. He says, there are times where I call you into the furnace, Micah, into the hot fire where it burns and it can be painful. He said, but I promise you this, if you come in to this furnace of fire, you will come out gold and filled with my presence. Isn't that interesting? And then he said to me, he said, gold Gold, molding gold, bringing forth gold takes time and it takes fire. Isn't that interesting? And so our relationship with Jesus and intimacy with him, he wants us to be like gold. He wants us to be like fire, like, like gold, 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 fire, just gold. And that takes burning. That takes time. That takes going into the furnace with him where he burns out every impurity. And yes, I said every impurity it takes time and it takes fire to do so. And then Jesus told me in the dream, he said, you know, Micah, this is the beginning of the supernatural lifestyle. It's going into that furnace and receiving that fire. Lisa, the what kind of fire? That fire is the is the passion of Jesus. It talks about how Jesus is is an all in the word it talks about our God is an all-consuming fire. So the love of God is so intense that it 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 desires all of us, every part of our heart. It desires every every secret place in our heart to belong to to that he wants that to be to belong to him okay so like the lord the fire in its sense is is just the lord's passion for us and when jesus gets passionate for us uh it burns away every impurity that we hold on to in our heart because jesus wants every part of us he really really does Um, so absolutely. So it's the Lord is calling us. So intimacy, going into that intimacy with the Lord, uh, is like going into that fiery furnace. Going into that intimacy with the Lord is like going into that fiery furnace where God's love is so hot. It's so burning that he's like, Hey, I require all of you. And sometimes going into that fire Going into that, going into that fire, will burn, and it will burn every like the flesh, our fleshly desires off. It, it's amazing. It's amazing, and it's and it's painful. But some people need to be willing to go through that for intimacy with Him. You know, some people have to be willing to go through that. 
so in my class, you know, that's something that, you know, I, I'm really trying to, um, yes, this is the beginning to walking in the supernatural. Absolutely. Walking with God is embracing the fire of God, letting that fire burn in you. Samuel, very good question. How do you get there? How do you get into that fire, that fire of God? As I said before, Samuel, it takes time. You have to set aside time to be with him. You have to do what you need to do to set out time to be with the Father, to be with Jesus. It takes time. It takes the sweat and the tears and the struggle. It takes so that time to be with him. Some of us have to be willing to make the sacrifice. Get up at six in the morning. Get up at five. My sister Derry gets up at five in the morning. She gets up an hour before I do to spend time with God because she wants it. Her daily routine, you know, she can't get to, get to spending time just being in God's presence during the day. So she gets up at 5 a.m. to be with Jesus. That is sacrificial. That is time. That's stepping into the furnace. The stepping into the fire. So my question to you guys who want to walk in the supernatural, who want to see people healed, who want to see blind eyes open and experience angelic visitation and go up to heaven and all this other kinds of stuff. Listen, are you willing to put in the time? Are you willing to put in the hours before the Lord? Are you willing to go into that fiery furnace, that place that can be yet wonderful, but yet so hot? I want it. I want that flame. I want that fiery passion inside me. So anyway, so yeah, that's the, that's the wonder about you know my, the class. It's just making things simple. It's not um, it's not it's not rocket science to experience the supernatural. It costs. It does cost, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it if you're willing to pay the price. And it has nothing, nothing to do with your, um, with your specific like call on your life. It has everything to do with your love for Jesus. Do you love him? Do you want to make sacrifice for him? Be with him. With your own friends on the earth, you make time for them, yeah? On, with your own friends on the earth, you make time. You make time to be with your friends. And your, your relationship with your friends wouldn't work unless you spent time with them. It, then let's be real here. The reality is this. Your relationship with your friends would not work. Some of you are married on here with your spouses. It would not work if you did not make time. It would not become deep and rich if you didn't go through the struggle, if you didn't go through the time to be with that person. It's the same way with God. God is a real person and it takes time. It just takes time.
So we have to be a people who are willing to work out our salvation. We have to be people who are willing to work through that, to work through the struggle, to work through the difficulty times. I mean, even Paul the Apostle, he prayed that God would take away areas of his flesh like that. He had a thorn in his side. He prayed that God would get rid of that thorn in his side. But no, even Paul himself had to work out that with the Lord. So Paul was so supernatural because he gave God time and he went through the struggle with him, with God. So, there's a lot of, hey Diamond, hey Cadence, there's a lot of, of things going on around right now of, of people who want anointing in their lives, who want this anointing, who want the anointing to do this and to do that. And listen, anointing is birth I'm going to say this. This is what the Lord told me in a dream. He said, Micah, he says, people want anointing. They want this gift. They want that gift. They want anointing. He said, but Micah, anointing is birthed through blood. Through blood. And if we, he said to me, if you want, if people want that anointing, if people want that anointing, they have to be willing they have to be willing to struggle. They have to be willing to sweat. They have to be willing to bleed for it. They have to be willing to fall upon the sword. The sword. Those are pretty heavy words because we're always crying out for anointing. We're always crying out for the anointing to do this, the anointing to do that. The not words of knowledge to do this. Sean Boltz is kind of words of knowledge, you know, Cat Kerr's heavenly experiences. You know, we're, we're always asking for the anointing for this, the anointing for that. But we have to realize that we have to be willing. We have to be willing to go through that struggle, to fall on that sword. Let it pierce us. And that is a decision that we have to make. Like, that is not something that God makes for us. That's something that you have to decide to do. That's something you have to decide to do. That's right. One of the things that people ask me all the time is like, what does that look like? How does that look like? You know, you know, what does that look like? Here's the, here's the thing here. Total swift obedience. Total swift obedience. That's what it looks like. Obedience, total swift obedience, where you where you have a yes. Sometimes I ask Holy Spirit uh, these questions. I say, Holy Spirit, turn my no into a yes. I want to say yes to Jesus. I want to say yes to Jesus. Turn my no into a yes. 
So the sword, the sword is, is pretty much the sword is the Lord's word. It's his heart. It's his ways. It's sharp. It's deadly. So when we fall on the sword, that means submitting yourself, humbling yourself before him, saying total swift obedience. Oh God, yes God, yes God. Okay God, this stings, this hurts, but you are worth it. I'm falling on that sword. Cousin Elizabeth. Total swift obedience. That's how all these things happen. And I'm just going to be like real honest with you. That's how all these things happen in my life. That's how, um, so letting, yes, letting the sword pierce our hearts. Absolutely, Sheree. Absolutely. Letting the sword pierce your hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and that is, guys, that's the, that's the secret. That is the secret to supernatural lifestyle. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. So I just want to like, I just want to encourage you guys that like embracing a supernatural lifestyle. Again, I'm going to say that because some people are just joining us. Kirk Bennett. Love you, Kirk Bennett. Kirk Bennett's on here. Good, awesome father in the prophetic. A lot of the things I learned, I learned from him. <laughs> He's amazing. You know? But I want to say this. We, we are a priest unto the Lord. We minister to him. And, we, and to, in order to do that, we have to give the Lord time. You have to give God time. It's so important. Yeah, uh, one of the things that I love to do, like, okay, great, great question. One of the things that I love to do in waiting on the Lord is, is a variety of things. Um, Kirk Bennett, bro. Good to see you, man. Um, one of the things I love to do is I love to meditate. I love to meditate on scripture. That's like one of my favorite things to do was like where I take a phrase that, um, I, that sticks out to me. Like, for example, one of the phrases that I constantly, constantly read, um, uh, is Revelation chapter four, verse one and two. And it's a beautiful, you know, if you read that, it's a beautiful throne scene, you know, um, you know, it's a marvelous throne scene that you can, that you can read about. And so I just take a phrase from that verse and I sit in it. Like I, I, I quote it to God, I sing it to God, and then I write it out. I just go in and out of that verse where I, I read it and then I sing it to God. I pray the verse and I just, it ends up becoming this actual experience. That's one of the things I do in waiting on the Lord. Revelation chapter four, verses one through two. Another thing that I love to do, yes, is speaking in tongues. It's so wonderful. It really stirs you up. Really stirs you up. But an, another thing that we can do that sometimes we miss when sitting with the Lord is thankfulness. Worship, singing to him, thankfulness, thankfulness, telling God you love him and telling God why. <laughs> One of the things I love to do is like, I love to tell God why I like him. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I tell him I love him. Then I, then I just sit there and I just say, mm, okay, now why do I like God? 
And then I just start saying those things out loud to him. And I start saying, God, this is why I like you. I like you because you make me laugh. I like you, God, because your voice is so comfortable and so sweet. I love you, God. I like you, God, because of this. I like you, God, because of that. Thank you, God, for that. Having a heart of thankfulness is so beautiful. It's like it says entering his courts with thanksgiving. So thanksgiving is a doorway into entering into God's presence. There's so many things you can do. Yeah, that, that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So one of the thing, practical thing that you can do when, get, when entering into God's presence, like with Thanksgiving, some people will say, okay, well, how? How do I do that? All right, here, get a piece of paper out. Get a piece of paper out and put thankfulness at the top and then list like 10 things of why you are thankful to God, why you, why you are so thankful. List 10 things. And then after you list those 10 things, then say them out loud to God. Those 10 things. And guys, it doesn't, like, it doesn't have to be like, okay, so I have to be thankful for the right things. It could be anything. It could be anything. You could be thankful for the food or the, on your table or thankful for your new Mac computer. Whatever it is, have a heart of thankfulness. And the more that you do that, the more that you have a heart of thankfulness, the more you will start to feel God's presence just closing in around you. It's so wonderful. You're welcome, Molly. It's so wonderful just to have a heart of thankfulness. So, Samuel, I think it was you that asked this question. Uh, yes. So, waiting on the Lord is a variety of things. I, I meditate on scripture. Take a verse that you like, Psalm 23 even, and just meditate it. Take one of, take, here's the thing. Take one of those words. Take one of those words in there. Like, for example, or a phrase, um, Let's do Psalm 23. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. Oh, thanks, Kirk. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Take like one of your um, take one of your favorite things, like the Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. And um, when you have Psalm 23, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, that phrase is full of stuff right there. That, that phrase is full of wisdom, is full of revelation. And so you take that and one of the things that I do is like, okay, the Lord is my shepherd. Wow. Okay. That phrase within that phrase. Oh man, shepherd is sticking out to me. Oh, okay. Shepherd. Wow. Jesus talks about being the great shepherd. What does a shepherd do? Then you start asking these questions. You start dialoguing with Holy Spirit. Like, okay, what is, what, what does a shepherd do? A shepherd protects, a shepherd provides. Oh, see, like then you're getting into Jesus right there. Jesus is your protect, protector. Jesus is your provider. And then the next thing you know, you get lost just in this verse, this, this little phrase of the Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> and you can stay in there for months. You know, it's so fun. And that's, that's like, that's, that's a style of waiting on the Lord. And it's fun and it's great because then you get to memorize the Bible. It helps you memorize the Bible. But all that, and guys, even in doing that, that's time. That takes time with Jesus. I'm serious, like hours with him. 
hours with him? Are you willing to make the sacrifice, the time with Jesus? Well, Micah, how do I do that? Well, hey, start somewhere. Start with an extra, like say if you, you spend time with God regularly, like 30 minutes a day, add an extra 15 minutes. Add an extra 15 minutes. And watch as you start to linger longer and longer and longer and longer. <laughs> it is so amazing. You start to realize like, wow, it's been an hour and it feels like 15 minutes. Oh, wow, it's been two hours. What the heck? You know, like just start somewhere. Start somewhere. Yeah, there you go. Psalm 100 verse 4. Absolutely. That's a good verse right there. You can take that verse. You can take that verse and run with it. Enter in enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Isn't that amazing? Good verse. Thanks for putting that up there cuz I couldn't get the remember the reference. <laughs> So, I hope this is encouraging you guys. I mean, this is, uh, my, like, I love to make things easy and simple and practical and when we spend time with God, you know, and it's like, like, like I said, people are always constantly asking me, how do you get there, Micah? How are you doing this? How does this work? How? And I'm, I'm really just giving you things that I literally practice every day. Every day. I even practice prophesying over myself. I do. Yes, um, Elizabeth, I see that. Yeah, uh, presence with family. I've uh, been having a hard time. You know, kids will remember, like if things are important to you or really important to you and you stick with it, kids will absolutely remember that. They will really remember that. They're, I remember my parents when we would, they would have, <laughs> we were all homeschooled. I remember my mom would make, um, uh, my mom would, would make spending time with Jesus be part of our homeschool. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, okay, trying to, you know, when a kid, you know, it's like, uh, you know, but that stuck with me. That stuck with me. Until, you know, later on in, in my teens, you know, then I began to pursue it on my own because I remembered my mom speaking into my life and reminding me of how valuable it is to spend time with God. So it's just a repetition, 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 Elizabeth, repetition. Yeah, spouse and siblings, repetition. You just keep repeating it, repeating it, repeating it, repeating it with your kids over and over and over again. It will stick with them. It really will. If you continue to show them how important it is in your life, kids will mimic it. They will mock it. I remember seeing my dad and and at home lay on the hallway on the floor. When I would get up and go to the bathroom when I was little, dad would get up in the morning and lay on the floor and pray. And that stuck with me. Because I saw how valuable it was in his life. Not only was he telling me, I remember, remember having an intimate relationship with Jesus. Dad would always tell me that, you know, but I saw him do it. And that was like powerful for me as a kid, watching my dad do it. 
So parents, you, you've got to, not only are you, do you need to tell your kids to do these things, but you do it as well. Let your kids, let it be known in the house. Let your kids see you doing it. Mommy, what are you doing? I'm listening to God for prophetic word. Mommy, what are you doing? Oh, son, I'm just watching the angels in my apartment. You know, just let it become a natural part of your life. And and your kids will remember it and they'll stick with them. All it, all it took was for my parents just to make Jesus a natural part of our lives. And it took repetition. My mom kept doing it over and over and over and over again. And sometimes my mom made sacrifices like where she had us take a break from doing school where she would just read the word to us and teach us from the word, which made our, our schooling hours at home longer. <laughs> you know, all because, and I believe this is why all of my siblings, my sister and my brother are so like in love with Jesus is because even my mom took time to say, okay, break from school. You know, we're going to spend time with God. You know, she showed us that time was important to let things drop, let things say, okay, done doing this time to have time to have prayer time with God. So yeah, just took repetition over and over again. Yeah, because me and Lucas had to spend, exactly, I remember mom, me and Lucas would, not only would we goof off sometimes doing homeschool, but like, I remember times where you, we would have time with God and that you would make us not do our homework, our, our, our math homework and stuff like that, just to be with God. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I hope this is um, this is just really encouraging you guys to really go after Jesus yourself, to really take the time, you know, and to be with him because he is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. Ha <laughs> Oh, look, it's my sister, Amber. My sister. So, guys, go ahead and um, share and like this video. Oh, my gosh, I'm sore. I went and got a massage yesterday, so I'm really sore. Um, share and like, um, you know, this video and send it to your friends because, you know, when you do that, it helps other people. Hi, sister. You know, so, yeah, good stuff. I'm sorry, my computer is dying and I have to get the cord. So that way it doesn't die on me. So we can still listen to some awesome music when it's dark in here. Oh, look, it's my other sister. Both my sisters are on. Both my sisters are on. Des Destiny is one of my students. Destiny, girl, how you doing? I hope this stays in the... Okay, sorry guys. I'm kind of moving around all over the place, but I'm trying to not let my computer die. I don't want it to die on me. Please work. 
Ah! No, it's not working. Please hold. Okay, I know exactly what's wrong with this thing. Ugh. Did it work? Yes! Cool. Cousin! It's so good to see everybody. My sisters are on. They're out of town at some kind of retreat. Um, cool. <laughs> okay, I'm now back. I'm no, I'm no longer holding. Are you really? Oh, that's good. I'm glad you're at a cabin. Watching me. Watching me. So, hi, Becca. Aww. Hi, Melissa. Some new people are joining on. You know, good to see Melissa, Becca Porter. Good to see you guys. Cool. So, yeah, those of you who are joining, I was just talking, uh, joining now, I was just talking about um, just practical ways of, of increasing intimacy with God and uh, walking in the supernatural. Uh, you know, and a lot of people ask me questions on how to do that. Um, and I was just giving some real practical keys about, like, in order to do that, we have to be willing to spend time with God and and take the time to be with Him. That God is a living person. He's a real person. And just like how you spend time and take time with other people, you have to take time with Him. And you have to be willing to struggle. You have to be willing to work out your salvation, to struggle, you know. And intimacy with God takes struggle. And sometimes we, we um, when we go through struggles in life and things like that, we ask God to take things away instantly. And God does do that. You know, God really does do that, you know, at some times. But sometimes He, he wants us to walk through the struggle. Because maturity is developed through struggle. Maturity is not developed through instantaneous things like that. Instant healings, instant things like that. It's developed through struggle. You know, and that's important that we, underst that we understand that. So are we willing to walk through the struggle with Him? Are we willing to walk through through that with him, you know, and, and take that time to be with him. So, you know, and then I also gave some keys on, um, you guys can go back and, and rewatch it if you're, if you're joining, but like just some other things of waiting on the Lord, reading scripture, having a heart of thankfulness, you know, um, you know, it's just enter the courts with Thanksgiving and things like that. But we want to have a heart that is full of thankfulness. Oh, yes. Nice to see you, too. So, yeah. So, I was just talking about those things. And absolutely. So, I, I forgot to open up in prayer. <laughs> so, I'm going to pray. Because <laughs> I totally forgot to do that. You know, the Lord's presence is here anyway. But I, I am still going to uh, just pray for us. And then, um, you know, we'll see what the, what the Lord does, you know, and the, I, I love to pray for people and, 
in the Lord to minister corporately. If he does that individually, if he does that, you know, I just kind of let the Lord run the show. Um, but I'm just going to pray. And what we'll pray for is just grace to walk out intimacy with God. Grace to walk out intimacy with God. Okay, so Holy Spirit, we welcome your presence. We welcome the light of God. We welcome the joy of God. We welcome the presence of Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name over every person watching and those who will be watching. We love your presence, Lord. We love your presence. Jesus, we are so thankful for you. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much for being so kind. Thank you so much for being so full of love, for being so full of grace and power and strength. Thank you for never leaving us alone. Jesus, we worship you. We worship you, Jesus. And Lord, right now, I just ask for an increase of your presence around those who are watching. Lord, let them feel your love. Let them feel that fire, that consuming fire. We talked about walking in the furnace, the fire, the passion of God's love. We talked about that, walking in the, pa in the furnace of God's love. Lord, we say yes. We say yes. We want to burn. We want to step in to that place of passion and intimacy with you. Lord, even if, even if it burns, God, burning off our fleshly desires, as it burns those things off, God, we still say yes. We still say yes. Lord, I ask for grace right now for each one. I ask for grace, God, for each person right now in Jesus' name. God, to walk out intimacy with you, even if it's in a struggle. If you're in a struggle season right now with God where it's just kind of difficult, you know, continue to continue to walk with him. Continue to stick with it. Stick with it. Stick with it. Don't give up. Stick with it. Thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you, Father, for your presence. You know, with your own mouth, you know, uh, just with your own mouth, just say yes to God right now. Just say yes. Say yes. Let the total swift obedience start with you just saying yes. Let us start with you just saying yes. Yes to God. Yes to God. Yes to God. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. I'm going to read to you. See if I can get to it here. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, come on. Yeah, thank you, Lord. More of your presence, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We'll see if I can get to it here. Thank you, Lord. Father wanted me to read to you something that I wrote uh, that will encourage you. If I can get to it here. Oh, wait, no. Here it is. Yeah, we love you, Jesus. This is an encounter I had, um, you know, some time ago, but he wanted me to, to remind, to just to read this again to you. Um, so it says here, I sat on my father's lap while the brilliant light from his face expanded in greatness. When you are in front of the father, the light of God is so intense. It like moves off of ripples and waves off of his face. It's incredible. He is light within light. It's amazing. It's like God is layered in light. You know, there's a white light coming out of him, and then there's a whiter light in that light, and the whiter light in that is he's layered. Uh, he's layered in light. My hands held Papa's face, the face of God. While I'm looking at the face of God, my hands held Papa's face because he loves it. Did you know that Father loves it when you hold his face? Just like when we love it when he holds our face, he loves it when you reach out and you touch his face. You put your hands on his face. I love to do what he loves. I didn't once think this was impossible. I thought this was right. I am called to touch the face of God. You are called to touch the face of God. You are called to have an intimate, real, powerful relationship with God. You are called to that. It's real. You are called to that. Out of the glorious light, Father said with deep emotion, this is God speaking to me as I'm holding God's face. This is what God was speaking to me. He said, Micah, so many people are satisfied with the veil between them and me. My children are afraid that they will die when they look at me. But do they not realize that my son's blood has washed them from all their sins? It is sin that cannot stand in my presence. Is there anyone who loves me enough to look past the unapproachable light and touch me? Is there anyone 
who is willing to touch my face? Why are there so few who ask me to remove my veil of light to see my eyes? And as my hands are just resting on, on, on Father's face, tears, these, these tears, guys, it was like, they were real tears. I don't know how to explain it to you, but they, but they were like those eyes, eyes full of tears. And they were like these raindrops, like they were, they were these tears. It was, it was incredible. Tears rolled down my hands. I felt Father's desire to be touched deeply by his kids. Isn't that amazing? You touch Father so deeply. He continued, Face to face is a lost secret among my children because of fear. Did you grab that? Face to face is a lost secret among my children because of fear. The only way we get rid of fear is by soaking in his perfect love. It says in his word, perfect love casts out all fear, yeah? So it is fear that turns his children away from him. He gave everything. He gave everything for you to draw near to him and touch his face, to look deeply into his eyes, to receive the kisses from his mouth. He gave up everything. He gave his own son so he could have that again with you. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to no longer be afraid. To no longer be afraid. But to run forward as much as you can to sacrifice, to give up your time to sit with Father, to sit with Him. To be with Him. Do not be afraid because the re that fear actually... Listen to this, that fear that some of you may feel who are watching and who will watch is the enemy's fear. Because he knows that when God's children get in his face, get in his face, when God's children get face to face with him, his children, we start to look and act like him, act like God. 
We start to walk out our authority. We start to walk out our destiny. We start to take the kingdom of God out everywhere. We start to push back darkness and pull down darkness and all that kind of stuff. The enemy is terrified of us when we pursue relationship with him. The enemy is scared of you and of what you will become. So he instills fear into you and says, nope, this is your fear. Nope, you're scared. Nope, nope, nope. And I want to encourage you this, that it isn't your fear. I break every fear off of your life in Jesus' name to approach God, to draw near to God, to kiss God, to hear his voice, to put your face next to his cheek. I break that fear off of you in Jesus' name and I speak over you, every one of you, right now that you are called to look like him. You are called to speak like him. You are called to, to love like him. The fear of the enemy is not yours. You belong to God. You belong to Him. You belong to God. So Father, in Jesus' name, every stronghold that's wrapped around minds right now in Jesus' name, Every stronghold, in Jesus' name, I break it right now, in Jesus' name. And I release the sword of the Lord to pierce your mind. The word of the Lord, the heart of the Lord, to pierce your mind and your heart, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lord, we just ask for increase of peace. Yeah, the comfort, the calming presence of Jesus. Some of you might start feeling a wind. Right now, I just, I, immediately, I just saw angels just uh, appear uh, right in, in my room here. And they're, um, I know what they, they look like, but they, these specific angels are peace, comfort angels. And they're just releasing peace to you. Thank you, Lord, for your peace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I'm uh, immediately I just saw a vision of someone gets a tightness in their chest. Uh, I don't know who that is, but I saw someone getting tightness. Um, a tightness in their chest. It's like they feel anxiety sometimes. 
and it's fear and it's a tightness in your chest. Uh, sometimes it hurts. And uh, it's like you've, I don't know, it's like you've wondered if, um, like, do I have heart problems and stuff like that? And you don't have heart problems, but it's this, it's a fear. It's a spirit of fear. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just seeing a heart and it was just being like, it was just tight. It's like a tightness, it's anxiety. Uh, and the Lord really wants to loosen that up. He really wants to release uh, freedom from fear in Jesus' name, from the tightness in your chest. Uh, yeah, and I just saw that you went to a doc. You go to a doctor. You went to a doctor for that. And so right now, in the name of Jesus, okay, Barb, is that you? And it could be multiple people. Okay, it doesn't just have to be one. It could be multiple people. But right now, in the name of Jesus, Barb, I release the presence of God over you right now in Jesus' name. And I command any tightness in the chest that you experience, anxiety, I command that to go, to get out of your chest in Jesus' name. And I speak the fire of God to you, the passion of God to you, and his perfect love. His perfect love, his presence will remove all fear in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All tightness, loose, be loosed right now. And any, any episodes of anxiety, of fear, it's going to stop right now in Jesus' name. And I release angels on assignment right now to go forth and minister to you, Barb. In Jesus' name. And other, and other ones who, who might be, have the same issue with, you know, that Barb has. But I, I re, I'm seeing angels going forth right now, be it going forth to protect you, to guard you in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Some of you, uh, and I usually don't do this, but some of you have um, really have had uh, evil spirits in your room. And I'm seeing some of your rooms here. That there's there's demons that were assigned to you. Some of you uh, who, who feel this tightness in your chest, this fear that are assigned to specifically... Uh, uh, keep you bound in fear, like keep you moving in what God has for you because of fear. And uh, right now, the, the, those are going to leave. Those are going to leave your room. Those are going to leave your rooms right now in Jesus' name. So I take authority right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And I command every unclean spirit to leave your room. Right now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And right now, I release peace to you, Barb. And those watching, I release the peace of God. Right now, peace like you never had before. The peace of God that your sleep would become sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. Surround that room with your angels, O oh Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. You take authority over your rooms. Those of you who are getting attacked in your room by unclean spirits, you take authority in Jesus' name. You take authority in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Another thing that went across my face, uh, across the screen that I saw was uh, insomnia, sleeping problems. Uh, some of you, I don't know who this is, but some of you have problems sleeping. Or sometimes you stay up late and you just can't sleep. Some of you, I see some of you are having a hard time sleeping. Or someone, I don't know who it is, but like just, uh, just hard time sleeping. And it keeps you up. And it um, and it affects your your driving and deals with this, uh, your driving. And your vision like gets blurry and and things like that. Uh, the Lord wants you to have sleep. The Lord wants you to sleep peacefully. The Lord delights in rest. Do you know why the enemy attacks the place of rest? Do you know why the enemy attacks the place of rest? Because the place of rest, the place of rest is a place of encounter. It's a place where you hear his voice. Places where you hear the Lord's voice. Okay, so I'm seeing some of you saying yes, yes, yes. I'm assuming that's you. Someone said, um, someone said, uh, insomnia for the past year. Pat, uh, yeah, if that, and ter, ter, uh, Terrasan, if that's you, um, God is going to set you free. God is going to set you free. God is going to set you free in Jesus' name. Peaceful sleep in Jesus' name. Rest in Jesus' name. God's going to set you free. So your place of rest is so important. See, this is what happens when you enter into rest. When you enter into God's rest, guess who gets anxiety? The enemy. When we enter into rest and peace, it gives the enemy anxiety. That's why he attacks you with it. That's why the enemy attacks you with anxiety and all this other stuff and takes away your sleep and all these other things because in your rest, your time of stillness, because when we enter into his rest, it gives the enemy great anxiety. It makes him nervous. It makes him fret. It because you're no longer in fear. You're no longer. Your attention is no longer on him. Your attention is set completely and fully on Jesus, the Majesty of Jesus. That's why he attacks with anxiety. Because when we enter into rest, it puts him in a place of fear. So the Lord is going to heal. Those of you who struggle with insomnia and sleeping issues, the Lord is going, someone here actually takes medication for it. 
I see someone taking medication for it. Uh, medication. I just saw medication go by, by my face. Some of you take medicine for it. It's like, I don't know if it's like three pills or what, but I just saw medication. And some of you take it uh, to help you sleep. So, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. And I'm not trying to embarrass anyone here. I'm not trying to embarrass anyone. Uh, if this is you, the Lord is, this is an opportunity for you uh, to to uh, be healed, uh, to be healed and be set free, and to not be uh, uh, um, in shame and all that kind of stuff. But the Lord wants those of you who, who deal with insomnia and sleeping to rest. So, Father, thank you for rest right right now in Jesus' name. And I break insomnia right now in Jesus' name, and I release rest. I release rest. I release rest. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Release your presence, God, over Pat and those who, who deal with that, God. I thank you for healing. I thank you, Lord, for rest. I thank you, Lord, for peace. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hey, buddy, welcome, welcome. We're just doing ministry, Holy Spirit's just ministering to some people. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Those of you, just uh, just take deep breaths right now. Just take deep breaths and just breathe. Just breathe in, Holy Spirit. Just breathe in, Holy Spirit. Just breathe him in. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know who this is uh, or this person is on or not, but I'm going to say it. The, uh, things just keep coming by my face. But I'm seeing, uh, I, I don't know, um, a husband who has sleep apnea. I don't know if that's what it's called, but a husband who has sleep apnea. Uh, I don't know if I, I'm saying it right either, but like I see him uh, snoring really loudly and then like it wakes him up, like it jerks him up. It's like sleep apnea. And I don't know if that person's on or if that's here or not, but I'm just going to say that because it might be for someone who jumps on later. But God, God wants to heal that too. God wants to heal that too. If your husband or someone's husband has sleep apnea, the Lord wants to heal that. He wants to really minister and uh, give him dreams. I'm seeing dreams. Dreams, 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 dreams. Okay, Marianne. The Lord wants to uh, 
Marianne. Yeah, the Lord wants to give him dreams, 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 dreams in Jesus' name. Yes, I, I speak to the, I'm seeing airwaves, uh, airwaves in, in, the, in the neck, tonsil, air, airwaves. Um, see, things start flashing by my face and I'm not a doctor, so I don't really know any medical terms. But I'm seeing airwaves um, clearing up. Like uh, uh, they're opening up, opening up. I speak to the airwaves and I command them to be opened in Jesus' name. I command them to be opened in Jesus' name. To come into alignment with the word of God in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Command them to be opened. So Lord, in the spirit, I lay my hands on those airwaves. Sleep apnea, get out in Jesus' name. Airwaves be opened, be opened, be opened, be opened in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Command that to happen in Jesus' name. Dreams, I declare, your husbands will have dreams, will have dreams, will have dreams. They will see the Lord in dreams. They will see Jesus. They will have angelic visitations in their dreams that the scriptures will be open to them in their dreams in Jesus' name. Yeah, just yeah, the uh, airwaves being opened. Airwaves being opened. And one particular person I'm seeing uh, went to, uh, uh, to the doctor to get it checked. Like they went to, uh, went to the doctor to get it checked um, recently. Or yeah, it's just they went there to get it checked. And the, the Lord, I just really feel like the Lord is just saying that he wants to give him sweet sleep and dreams from heaven in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, airwaves from heaven be opened. Yeah, like the airwaves, even God in the spiritual realm, the airwaves being opened to receive revelation in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. So I'm not a doctor, so I don't even know what the hell that is. But that's the thing that um, um, the Lord I was seeing just go across my face. And, um, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for healing. Thank you, Lord, for healing. Thank you, Lord, for healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah, you could grab this. This can be... Uh, okay, good. Okay, Mary. Yeah, the Lord... Yeah, airways. Clearing up the airways. Your son. I see that. Thank you, Jesus. Clearing up the airwaves in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Hi, Stephen. Hi, those of you joining. We're just doing a little bit of ministry time. I realize I've gone kind of long, but the Lord just really wanted to minister to some people with sleeping and insomnia and, and sleep apnea and things. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for the healing angels, God, right now. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I just saw an angel appear right in my, in front of me, and he has a long tube of light. It's like a long horn or trumpet or something, and he's going to blow air in your chest. He's going to blow air down down into your spirit, clearing the airwaves in Jesus' airways in Jesus' name. I saw an angel coming. I saw an angel coming. Angel, be released. Blow, blow, blow. Clear out the airwaves in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 
I don't know, I just felt like I need to blow on the screen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Clearing out the airwaves. Sleep, sweet sleep. Thank you, Jesus. Mm hmm. Thank you, Lord. I was specifically seeing a. Um, this is a, this is probably the last thing I'll say here, but uh, I was seeing a lung, a specific lung, that had like corrosion in it, like it was a bad lung. Um, it was a bad lung, and it, like there was blackness. It, it's like you you need a new lung or something or something like that. It's like a bad lung and it, with lung issues. In Jesus' name, lung issues, lung issues. I don't know uh, if that ran in your family. If that ran in your family, uh, like a lung cancer or something. If that ran in your family, and there might be fear that you're going to get it or something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's like a lung. So yeah, um, I don't know the medical term for it, um, but the Lord is meant, is with you now. I don't know. I got to go back and see who this is. If that's you, say me or yes or something. Marilyn and Hazel, thank you. The Lord is going to touch you right now in Jesus' name. Receive, receive. Do not be afraid. You're going to live a long time. Do not be afraid. Mm-hmm. Do not be afraid. The Lord says, do not be afraid. You're going to live a long time. Take deep breaths. Breathe in my presence. I feel like the Lord is saying to you too. Breathe in my presence. Breathe in my light. Breathe out that fear. Breathe in. Okay, to lung cancer. Okay, Tracy. Yeah, I just saw like that it was in family. And Tracy, the Lord says, that's not going to touch you. That's not going to touch you. That's not going to touch you, Tracy. In Jesus' name. You're going to breathe in God's presence. You're going to minister the presence of God. People are going to be set free in Jesus' name. You're going to, I, Tracy, you're going to minister to so many women, so many women who need the fresh touch from Jesus. And I speak that over you, Tracy. You're going to live long and you're going to minister to so many women. And I speak healthy lungs. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, angels, thank you for healing. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for healing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If there's anyone dealing with lung cancer, I curse lung cancer right now, and I command it to dissolve and for the lungs to repair themselves in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for releasing angels from the body parts, realm, and heaven giving them new lungs in Jesus name. Yeah. Yeah, those breath angels with the breathing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Good. Mm -hmm. So you guys, uh, feel free to write me uh, 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 or uh, message me if you want. I would love to hear from you if you sense any, feel any changes um, happening in your body or like just um, as you go on, you know, please write me. I love, um, I love to hear testimonies. Yeah, Lord, thank you for healing the lungs. I love testimonies. So please share with me your testimonies and, uh, you know, or just anything that you felt during this feed, you know, this live uh, feed. Um, I, I love to hear them. I love to hear them. And again, you, some of you share this with your friends. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on uh, my website, beholdwonder.com. Uh, you can read all kinds of things about the ministry there and all kinds of writings there. Um, if you want to support me financially or through prayer or whatever, you totally can. There's things there on that website where you can do that. Um, but you guys be blessed. And those of you, yes, the Lord cares about your sleep. He cares about your rest. He cares about you, your breath, your breathing. He wants to be the very air you breathe. And some of you need that clarity. You need that clarity. Even, oh goodness, even... Um, allergies 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 for the breathing that causes a tingling in the chest when you breathe it's like a tingling and a wheezing allergies 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 be healed in jesus name allergies be healed sorry i can just keep on going this is, things just start flashing across my face but allergies are being healed in Jesus' name. Allergies are being healed in Jesus' name. Allergies are being healed in Jesus' name. The kingdom of God. Allergies are being healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You will enjoy spring this year. I feel that might be for someone specifically. But you will enjoy spring this year. I feel the Lord saying. So anyway... God bless you guys. God bless you guys. Yeah, the Lord's going to, yeah. Mm -hmm. God bless you guys. Love you guys very, very much. You guys are awesome. And um, yeah, again, yeah, find me on Facebook. Uh, um, you can uh, also, website, you can subscribe there. Whatever you want to do, I'm, I'm there. Pray for me. I'm going to be traveling this year to do some things. Um I'm excited about that. But the Lord loves you guys and may his presence minister to you uh, more and more every day. Okay? All right, guys. I love you. You have a good old day. It's getting dark in here. You can't probably can't see my face. Well, you can a little bit. There we go. Ha-ha. <laughs> God bless you guys. You have a beautiful uh, evening, morning, or afternoon, whatever time zone you guys are in. All right. Love you guys. Bye-bye.